Hello everyone and welcome to another Friday Conversation. Today I'm very excited to introduce you all to Sarah Goldborn, who is a co-founder of Gonna Cook, where I work myself and have been for the last eight years. So hello Sarah, come and introduce yourself to everyone. Hello Hannah, delighted to be here on this very hot and sunny day. I'm uh, speaking to you from Kent and it is absolutely gorgeous here today. Oh, it's, it's so nice to have the weather this week. The children have been out in the garden the whole week. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yes, so I, um, just to tell you a little bit uh, about myself for the audience, um, as Hannah mentioned, I'm co-founder of Gonna Cook. I, we set the firm up 10 years ago um, on a very different basis to a normal law firm but we've delighted that so many lawyers have wanted to join us and share this exciting journey in time in legal services. So now I think we're at the last count about 260 lawyers across the UK. And of course, this recent time that we've all been going through has been uh, particularly interesting for our firm to see how our lawyers have been coping and dealing with clients and looking after their clients, which is one of the most important things about being going to cook. Absolutely. So, so for the people who aren't familiar with, with Gunna Cook, as I say, I've, I've been with you for, for a long time now, and a lot of us do work predominantly from home. I mean, I would do about a day a week in the office. I know, obviously, with your role, you're out and about all over the place, but mm -hmm. would would have you seen a big difference for, for our lawyers in lockdown versus what they would have been like before? Yes. I mean, we did set the firm up to allow people to work flexibly. And that meant you can work from clients' offices, from your own home office. You could even take an office uh, locally where you live. Um, but we've always felt it was quite important to operate an infrastructure around some offices so that people had places to go. Because one of the things we realized many years ago was that although you can allow people lots of freedom and flexibility to work from where they like, people can get isolated and they can get cut off. And so the idea of having office hubs is, is very important. And in Gunnacook, we have three branch offices uh, in Leeds, Manchester and London. And we're also looking for one in, this year in Birmingham too. And I think what COVID has made people realise is that, you know, overnight, we suddenly all started working from home, but it was five days a week. And that creates very different pressures for people, I think, because the intensity of working from home is that you don't get a break. You don't get to pop into a client's office or come into one of our offices. And I think what our lawyers have found is that, through lockdown they've had to they've had to kind of adjust and pace themselves because we've all suddenly become experts in running team meetings and zoom meetings and although they're very effective uh, they're also very intense so I don't know if any of you have done you know four or five zoom sessions in a day but by the end of it you are mentally uh, exhausted and quite strained mm. and, and so I think we have to be aware of the fact that there's some really positive things about working from home but the way you work needs some thought and also obviously for people for lawyers parents with families you've had the added pressures of children being wanting to be needing to be homeschooled and looked after 
So we've had many instances of, you know, parents having to juggle one person doing morning, one person doing afternoon, both doing a bit in the evening when the children have gone to bed. And I think that's a very unusual scenario because usually in a gonna cook model, you'll have got your childcare sorted and you'll be dropping off at nursery or school. And I think that has been an extra pressure on people, um, which is unusual. It's, it's the COVID situation, obviously. That's yes. Yeah, it, it's funny because that really echoes what a lot of people have said in these in these Friday conversation sessions, which is, you know, even people who are not familiar with working from home a lot mm. previously, they'd say, yes, we like working from home, but we'd never want to do it all the time. We'd never want to do it 100% of the time. They want to have that office hub, as you say, and to be with their team. What a cooler conversation, if you like. Correct. I think, though, stepping back, um, and I've thought a lot about this in the last few weeks and months, I, I actually believe this is a huge opportunity for many lawyers at all levels to recognise that it is very possible to work differently from the way that traditional law firms have structured their workplaces. And I think giving that freedom to your people to work remotely um, has allowed people to see how productive you can be, uh, how efficient you can be, uh, what time you save, how you can use the time you spent commuting in a different way, how you can contribute more to parenting and being part of your children's lives. And these are some really positive things that, that I think it would be a real shame if some of this didn't continue post lockdown and that employers didn't recognise that law firms can be run in a different way, which doesn't mean a drop in productivity or efficiency, and it doesn't mean that client service is diminished in any way at all, because clients are all adapting. Let's think about it. All our clients have had to move into these, uh, into these remote working environments. So there's a huge opportunity for us to change the way that legal services are being delivered and to allow lawyers who are parents to have a better quality of family life. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's something I've been, I've been talking about for years because of the model and the way we work that I think working from home um, generally, not in this situation, of course, like you say, when you've got the children and trying to share an office with your other half, etc. But generally working from home is so much more productive, not having the commute time, not having the sort of um, as nice as it is to see your colleagues in the office. Sometimes you just got too much work to get through to, to keep stopping and having conversations. Mm. But, and, and, and people say, um, well, you know, what, what are the risks of it? Um, and I kind of think, well, what, what are the risks to trusting your staff to work from their home? I mean, as lawyers, um, we're generally extremely accountable to our clients uh, for what we're doing for them. And clients often want a large amount of accountability, um, you know, in terms of what they're paying for and knowing what they're paying for. So I think we're all set up as a profession to actually give clients certainty Clients aren't interested actually in where you're doing the piece of work or what time of day even you're doing the piece of work. The fact that the piece of work is delivered, you know, on time as promised and to a high quality is actually what the client is interested in. And I think when you look at the positives, you know, for staff, a reduction in stress for sure, uh, just taking away people's commute time and worrying about picking up from school or nursery and the you know, avoiding a rush hour commute 
um, more time with your family. These are huge, huge benefits, which will help, I think, people retain staff longer. And, and you know, for the employer in the future, we, employers might be able to look for lower overheads. They might not need the size of offices that they've had in the past. And looking at staff productivity and well-being, they might find that staff are actually feeling better about, you know, about being with that employer. So I think there's, there's so many positive things we could learn from this. And I think looking to the future, imagine offices where they may not be in the centre of cities and we may end up with, with more hub offices near where people live, where you say, well, I don't need an hour commute. I'll just have a 10 minute commute into my local town where there are 10 or 15 lawyers gathered together or working together in a smaller hub office. I can really see that being, being a future opportunity uh, for people. Mm, absolutely. I think, but personally, I think it'd be fascinating to see how the profession changes coming out of this, which is one of the reasons I started this, this little series was to see mm. how we can chart not just people's experiences now, but what's going to happen as we come out. Mm. Um, so so I, I mean, I, I 100% agree with you about the, the positives and, and share your hope that things will change. Do, what do you think the vast majority of firms will do. Do you think they will embrace this? Do you think they'll need to be sort of forced by their staff? Um, I think because every single business person in the UK has had to suddenly go into a home working situation, I think for many people at a very senior level in their organisations who historically, traditionally would never have worked from home, probably weren't even set up to work from home. I think this has been a long enough period for them to see the benefits of it because they've experienced it themselves. So I think however good your policies are and however good your HR departments are, people could never have forced the very senior leaders of organisations to actually do this and experience it themselves. But now they have experienced it. I think they'll be much, much more receptive to it. it uh, not full time necessarily. And I, I kind of agree with them. I think you could create a flexible working environment where you bring people into offices for different reasons. So you let people draft at home. You let people run phone calls and uh, client meetings over Zoom at home. But you bring people into offices to train them or to have shared practice area meetings or to put on client presentations or um, supervise, you know, supervision. It's a big issue for lawyers when you've got junior lawyers around you, you know, wanting, wanting monitoring and their work checking. But we've all got to, we've all got to know how to use Zoom and you can share documents and, and, and share presentations. So the technology has been made so easy for us that there's really no excuse. And so I think we could use our offices in different ways in the future. That's what I would hope to see. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think that that must be true because I know obviously for us, we, we were set up from day one to work remotely. And so we've always had good IT and the proper systems. And really you can work anywhere in the world where you've got an internet connection. It's just as fast as it is in the office, which is brilliant. But I know obviously there are a lot of teething problems for other people who are not ready to work from home. But as you say, in these last three to four months, that's had to change. Those systems have to now be in place. Mm -hmm. and it would be such a shame to shut it all down 
and go back. And, and I think we're going to live with these type of viruses now that that's been accepted. It's not just going to magically disappear one day. So I, I think it's a societal change. We have to kind of ad, adapt at, a, at quite a structural level. And therefore the idea of employers just going back to the way it was when they've invested in the technology and the new processes and systems just seems ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's a bit like, you know, uh, trains being invented and then everybody still you know sticking to horses and cars it just seems to me a real wasted opportunity if if law firms do go back and i'm really hoping that they listen to their staff and they think about productivity and morale and think about getting the best out of everybody at whatever stage of career you're at because people have demonstrated and proved how how they can be trusted to work at home um, yes yeah because trust has always been the big thing and I know that's where yourself and Daryl broke the mold because when you started mm-hmm. gonna cook you straight away said it's remote we're going to trust everybody mm. and that that's been the piece I think that is missing perhaps in other firms mm. and it's hard to trust I mean the other thing is let's think about how businesses have some businesses have have continued to develop and grow during uh during the lockdown you know we've had to recruit remotely so we've been introduced to a lawyer by zoom using email having video calls and brought them through our recruitment process without ever meeting them and i know other other law firms will have have had to do that too and don't get me wrong it is harder it is harder to do it than than having the opportunity to sit face to face with somebody and shake hands with them and show them around an office But, and I do accept that recruiting staff just using virtual tools is more difficult. Um, But I think once we get back to a situation where we can use offices in the right way, we'll, we'll have, you know, welcome days and we'll have induction weeks and all sorts of different ways of settling people in. So again, it, you know, we shouldn't use it as, a, as an excuse to not grow our businesses and expand. I think it's perfectly possible to still attract and, and recruit staff during, during periods like this, because we, we may end up facing future periods of, of you know, hopefully shorter ones, but of lockdowns where they say, look, everybody's got to work at home again. You know, everybody in Manchester has to work at home for a month or something. You know, it's perfectly possible that that could happen in the future. Yes. Yeah, I, th- I think you're absolutely right there. Um, and actually, you've, you've sort of touched on what was going to be my next question, which was, you know, I know that you're very heavily involved in, in recruitment for Gunner Cook and, and that normally as part of that, you'd be out and about, whether it's Manchester, London, meeting mm-hmm. people. So how, how different has lockdown been for you compared to what you would normally be doing? Um, it's interesting because... I set up a Zoom call normally with 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 the lawyer who I'm I'm meeting for the first time, and um, you know you break the ice and you have a bit of a, a bit of social uh, conversation first before you sort of start talking about the detail of somebody's CV and practice. But um, listening is a huge part of the recruitment exercise, and listening to a lawyer talk about their practice and their clients and what they hope um, and dream their practice to be because that's all about what Gunner Cook is about sort of letting you think big and letting you think about what it could be Um, 
so so that that side of it i haven't really lost i suppose then it's the ongoing connection of introducing them to other gunnacut lawyers uh, normally we'd bring people into one of our offices and let them you know look around and soak up the atmosphere and maybe have a couple of cups of coffee with different lawyers that that's obviously hard because we've all, all got to suddenly do it remotely um so i think the the interaction with with other gunnacut lawyers has has been more difficult but but yeah, I mean, we, we have encouraged lawyers to join and they are joining um, using these remote methods of Zoom and Teams and an email and sharing documents and presentations. So it can be done, but it, it's not my preference. I, mm. will go, I will be going back to my face-to-face -face running around <laughs> meetings, because, and partly that's me. I like, I like human interaction. I like human contact. I like to see, see somebody's face uh when i'm talking to them it, it, it just uh you can just read so much can't you from from being with somebody i think yeah. yes absolutely no it nothing will ever replace the the being face to face with somebody um you know colleagues or potential recruits or or anybody really yeah i, I think what's interesting though is you know will companies expect people to travel like they did you know get on planes and trains for meetings i don't think so i think the nature of meetings might change once you've built trust in a team and you've got a group of people together who know each other and have built rapport over a period of time it would then be very easy to to facilitate some of those type of meetings using teams and zoom and webex so for example i'm down in kent and our leadership team and the board are based up in manchester and what we had a, a whole period of during lockdown was half an hour meetings every day by teams and because we all knew each other so well and there was so much trust there between us already those were very natural meetings actually and very natural conversations mm -hmm. so i do think there's something about employers changing the way that we have meetings because i don't think you'll need people to physically travel certainly getting on planes and trains which are the big issues with the virus you know i i think that could change as a as a future and it will save save employers money and it will save employees time um yes yeah yeah i, th I think that's that's very true especially when you think about how how, how many lawyers still charge by the the hour and you think yeah. all that time spent traveling to meetings all the different lawyers turning up and um yes so for clients it might be better as well <laughs> yeah so what have your highs and lows been been during lockdown whether it's personal or work related what have been the good points and the bad points okay um highs for me are an unexpected opportunity to have my family around me so my two adult children uh, came home for lockdown and have ended up staying obviously we never knew how long that would be oh. but a, a wonderful family time in that we're all working uh, in separate rooms but we come together and eat together in the evening so we have uh, a family meal and normally that would have been Christmas or Easter so that's really been interesting that's a high mm -hmm. um, I've managed to build exercise into my weekly routine which was a personal goal of mine but often got shifted because of commuting and traveling that's now embedded in my in my routine and habit and i think that's 
just very very positive for me i'm sure lots of people have found exercise to be a big relief during lockdown but i i'm not going to drop that now i've seen the benefits of it i feel better for it so i think um building regular exercise into my day has been important so that's another high mm-hmm. uh, my lows would be that my mum is elderly and had to isolate um so haven't seen my mum this is the longest period ever mm. uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing her in a couple of weeks um, so FaceTime has been great with her but not quite the same um, obviously the lows we're, we're just seeing the effect of 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 this virus you know January this year we all had our plans for the year by the end of March you know everybody was rewriting their plan I mean it's it's taken the globe by storm and has affected so many people's lives in so many people's ways and just seeing the personal devastation it, it, it causes families has, has been a real low for me on and you know my admiration for the nhs through the period has been it, i just think they've been unbelievable and all the staff have been amazing i think um people are feeling much more positive now but but then you get the other way and it, it seems like people are suddenly just releasing themselves into which looks can look a bit irresponsible when you look at pictures in the press yesterday of people on beaches and things. Mm. So I do, I do worry that, you know, we went into a hard lockdown and now we're coming out and will that, will that cause us problems for, you know, later in the year? I don't know. But, but the one thing, the great thing is we'll be much better more able to deal with it if it does happen again and we'll we'll all be much more prepared and there'll be better systems and processes in place so I mean you've got to take comfort from that yes yeah absolutely so what what do you think has been one of the biggest things that you've learned either about yourself or or business generally that that might be useful for other people I think um I think probably to not to to learn to not be too hard on yourself. So as professionals, we're all extremely motivated and driven and hardworking and you never get to be a professional unless you put many years of effort into getting qualifications and training. But I think you can get on a track and you can work extremely hard. Um, and forget sometimes to look after yourself. And I think I would have said I worked intensely hard as I do normally for about six or, six or eight weeks of the first six or eight weeks of lockdown. And then I actually started to have a bit of a wobble and think, mm, Sarah, you've actually got to look after yourself a bit here. And I think that recognition to take that step back and sometimes think, well, I'm, I'm human and I'm vulnerable and I'm finding this difficult and, and I need to share that with people and not just be some sort of uh, super person that's uh, always on it and, and always at it, I think has been quite a good lesson for me that it, 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 I can have a bad day and it's okay to say this, this isn't feeling great and sharing that with people because previously I probably just would have internalized that to be honest and not, not done that. But I think we've all learned to be quite, quite a bit more open with each other I've certainly found that with my colleagues and friends and family. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's a really good thing. Yes, I, I would I would agree with that. I think given our profession generally and, um, you know, the way we've perhaps 
dealt with sort of as you say brushing things under the carpet and Mm -hmm. not 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 examining our health just going full pelt at work I think this time has been a fantastic opportunity for people to look at their lives in a different way like health like you've said like exercise like changing what they eat and cooking their own meals from scratch there's been so much that people have learned about themselves in this time that hopefully they're going to take some of it out and I think I mean Hannah obviously you're a coach you know this from helping people this period has been long enough to establish a change in habits for people because changing habits is difficult. It takes time and you have to take little steps. But I think because we've been in lockdown, you know, more or less, what you know, three full months, that's long enough for people to, to actually say, well, I am going to go to bed at this time of night, or I am going to exercise at this time of day and, and actually embed some habits into their daily life so that they will keep those habits going even when we get more shall i say back to normal whatever that means um Mm. so i think i think that's positive yes it is a question i get quite often actually is you know oh i'm doing all these new positive things how do i make sure that i continue them and i've said well a it is up to you to make sure you keep continuing them but but you have a good start just like you've said you know it's what's the average 20 to 60 days to create a new habit well we've had that long now so you've got the best possible start and you've just got to keep going yeah 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 oh well that's a fantastic note to end on there Sarah thank you so much for coming to have a chat with me Hannah I've really enjoyed it thank you so much and I look forward to, to to hearing it soon thanks very much thank you bye